0: so welcome to the car dealer pro podcast today we're doing a a montage a compilation of all the guests we've had on and uh, i just like to thank everyone for taking part in it it's really inspired me it's changed my mindset and i'm sure 2021 i'm going to be able to take my business to the next level and these podcasts have really helped me so I, i hope they've done the same for other traders out there people that have like just thinking of starting up or people have done it, been doing it for years and it's just helped them listen to other stories. Like we've all got similar sort of stories and it's nice to hear, uh, you know, we're, we're not in this on our own. You know, we're all going through the same sort of uh, trials and tribulations every week. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy it and uh, have a top 2021. What's the most you've ever seen a car go over reserve then? Any any
1: that stick in your mind? I I tell you, I, I remember one very clearly, the most that I've ever seen a car under reserve. And right. this was again it would have been before um the internet and at Wimbledon, where I started, they um we used to do Mercedes Benz of London their cars, so all their part exchanges. Um we used to sell them on a Friday and had some lovely stuff, but really, really yeah. nice cars. And their, their, their cars were actually priced all over the place. You know, you'd have cars that they might have a reserve on a 4,000. that go and make 9,000 and, you know, and, and, and vice versa. They're, they're just, their pricing was all over the place yeah. uh, in general. Um, and I remember this one car, but, um, it was a 99V S-Class Mercedes. But on a 99V, it could be an old shape or a new shape. Yeah. So it could either be the first of a new shape or the last of the old shape. Yeah. So anyway, the salesman that's obviously taken this car in, he's either sat in it, well, I'll get, if I'm given the benefit of the doubt, I'll say he's sat in his office and not looked at the car. Because if he did look at a car, he should know being Mercedes <laughs> main dealer yeah. what the car was, and it was an old shaped car. And I don't know, I don't know if you can picture him, but yeah. like a right old dinosaur, the I mean, yeah. the old shape 99b, whereas the new shape was really yeah. kind of quite sought after. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, but, but it it, was, it I, was, I suppose it was probably yeah. about three or four years old the car at the time.
0: But and, had, he, um, had he looked at the book price of the newer
1: shape one? Yeah, he looked at it. So the reserve was like thirty thousand. They'd given like top money for this, car. <laughs> and we ended up selling the car for twelve thousand about a month later. So they lost eighteen Never. grand on it. Yeah, we, yeah I remember that Good one morning. clearly. Um, I don't. I don't know if he's still still he's still on the market <laughs> trade or not, but. Yeah, it a, a long time ago. That's a big uh, I, another car that. another car I remember it today. It was the first car I'd ever it was the <laughs> same company, funny enough, it was Mercedes Benz of London. And um it was the first car I'd ever sold. It was quite kind of um so when I first started auctioneering, you'd kind of you'd only get to sell the trade or private entry cars or the odd finance company car you wouldn't sell any of the big companies you know the big vendors with yeah. you know the you, you just wouldn't really get a chance to sell them and anyway this is the first chance i got to sell this with these these mercedes cars and um yeah the first car i sold i've never seen one in my life it was an old mercedes g-wagon it was it was quite an old car um yeah. I can't remember exactly how, how old the car was, but it was probably about 1990 or something like that. Yeah. And anyway, the car's come in. It's got no cap prices on it. It's got a reserve of £2,000. I'm a young here anyway. Didn't have a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't have a clue what the car was worth. It just it just look, looked like an old car. But... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is the first car I offered them. And the car made ten grand. So I started it. I started it at a thousand pounds. And uh, as you can imagine, it just, there were hands everywhere and it kept going on and on and on. I think I got to five thousand pounds, started taking fifties so and then at six thousand, I had to go back to hundreds. So it was just like, they were made up. Like, you know, they were, Yeah. Like, yeah this yeah. new auctioneer, and he just sold a yeah. car for eight grand over reserve. But, It was quite embarrassing. I bet he won all the time. It was embarrassing for me. (laughs) The other auxiliary was saying, I should have kicked off a bit lower. Why didn't you start 100 pounds? You know, sort of thing. Can't
2: make 10 grand.
0: Most memorable customer you've ever had.
2: Yeah. So this is an easy one. Um, So so this is, uh, I think, this was, I think I might have just started my job when I moved down here working for TPS. So this was very early days for me, um, operating under the name of Apsley Cars. We've only had four cars, maybe five cars in stock at that time. And... It was an SLK that I had, like the old ones. So we're talking like 98, 99 SLK. Customer came down with his wife, seemed normal enough, but then again, I hadn't seen that many customers at that point. So I didn't, you know, my senses weren't as good as what they probably are now to work yeah. out if they're a bit weird or, you know, they're you know, very picky and whatnot. Nice enough. And it started explaining that they didn't have the money. I said, okay, well, <laughs> I'll just... I take a deposit i said how long is it going to take to get the money and of course again not really knowing how long mortgages take or house sales i've never bought a car a house and did have my own house at the time and I oh, we just went for the mortgage to go through on ours and then we'll have the money to to buy it and i said all right so when are you gonna when's this gonna be done then and he's like oh well a couple of weeks i was like, All right, god i mean the car's four grand the phone's not been ringing that that much yeah, for it. Yeah. I just take two hundred quid deposit and think nothing of it. This is really early, so we're talking no PDIs, receipts weren't great. They were just printed A4 receipt with no key terms and conditions on, so everything was a bit loose, should we say? Yeah. So I just took two hundred quid cash off and Also, I'll do receipts, but only once I've sold a car. So I didn't even do a receipt for the deposit. So it was yeah. all he said, she said. Yeah. um So anyway, fast forward a month, maybe. Uh, you know, hi Mike, are you when are you going to come? Pick the car up. Sorry, Alex. You know, mortgage still taking a while. Okay, no worries. Six weeks. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Oh, Alex. I've been told it's next week. It's imminent. I'm really annoying now. Um, really want this done. Really want my car. Okay, eight weeks. Same. Ten weeks. I am a minute. This oh is this is a bit of a joke. I'm. Um, I think it got to about two months. Yeah. Just over two months. So I, I had to pull the plug on it. I said sorry, Mike, I'm gonna sell it to someone else. He wants to buy it. He's like, oh, we'll deposit? No, I've had this car for over two months sat here for you. This ain't working. Um, so um, you're not getting your deposit back. And obviously, money was tight back then. Yeah.
3: It, it was just
2: yeah. I was just starting out. I didn't really yeah. have anything. So I was like, no, I'm, this is my deposit. This is the whole point of a deposit. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And then weirdly, I jumped onto. Facebook and uh, I did some stalking, which is a bit weird. But I wondered if he was going to be saying anything about the business. I was paranoid, yeah. obviously. Yeah. yeah. He got quite aggressive on on text and email, blah blah blah. So I was intrigued to see what's next. Is it going to be a review? And I saw on his Facebook profile that he had posted about me, saying, "Oh, you know, this guy's completely, oh, and you know what." Um. And then someone commented on his on his status saying oh, yeah, Mike, no worries there. Maybe you should send you and Field Mushroom over to go and sort him out. <laughs>
3: who's,
2: who's Field Mushroom? Is that, like, is, that, is that like a nickname for his buddy? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, Field Mushroom didn't come and sort me out, thankfully. And um, I actually got a really apologetic email about a month after this had blown over saying, Alex, I've seen your your new SLK on your website wanting uh, wondering if I can come down and buy it no. I've got the funds ready now cash I'll just <laughs> take it and I thought no I don't want to see you or hear from you ever again I do not want to sell this car to you this is Oops. definitely not going to happen so I just said um, you know sorry Mike I think I've sold it yeah. and he said oh look Alex I must apologise for being bullshy and aggressive and many thanks so he completely apologised
0: yeah, so if you could just leave us with your your favourite quote, please, Rory. I
4: don't have a specific quote that I that I live by, but I think that I think that I think that it's very important. I just think you can't you can't put a price on hard work, and, and there's no shortcut, there's no cheat code, there's no easy way to to get into into this job. You've just got to put the graft in and get on with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Kind of like tomorrow's. I, I, I'm not a fan of just saying, "Oh, tomorrow." I'll leave it till tomorrow. or do that. Get,
0: get shit done. Kind of get get shit done. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Get it moving.
4: And, and I think that's a good way to
0: grow the business. So I, no, no big fancy quotes or anything like that. But um, just, to just add, get, uh, get shit done yeah. yeah get shit done. <laughs> I say Get shit done. I like that. Because the, the the thing is, like, there's no like, there's no magic formula, is it? There? There's no like, quick uh, way to make money. You've just got to put the graft in, haven't you? You've just got to grind it out I suppose we've touched
4: before upon dealers who I look up to and who, who I think have done well and, and I do I do a bit of background research on places that have been going a few years and, and places where you know I think oh, I'd like to be like them in five or six years or I'd like to be in a position you know that, that they're in every single one of them is a go after and they work hard yeah. and, and I think that in any business I've, I've read quite a lot of business
3: books and things and from big companies the common, the common thing people that are successful
4: tend to just Work really hard. They've got a lot of self discipline, yeah. and they get up every day and they get shit done. They, they get on with it. Um, too many people kind of want a bit of me time or a holiday, or they, you know they want to take loads of time for themselves. And I think well, that's yeah. great, you know, but that's not the way to grow a, grow yeah. a business to a big, a big level.
0: And do you find that having the high spec cars definitely sell quicker?
5: Yeah, what what we've started doing a lot now. Uh, is buying your BMWs, your 3-series and your 5-series. It's too, See the options, it's too expensive to buy the high-spec ones I've found with. See the moment it's got the fancy body kit and the yes. wheels. You're thousands and thousands into book. So i even been buying the normal ones, and we kit them ourselves, and we put the wheels on them ourselves. Ah,
0: oh, right, right.
5: And it's a cheaper option for us.
0: And do you find people that don't mind, then, that it's 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 not like... An original. You do get a couple of people that say is a kit genuine, and we do say no. But you get a lot of
5: people that do, they just don't ask. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, it's if the it kits are decent enough quality, then it does it really make a difference? It's arguable. It's not cheap fiberglass. As long as it's plastic, it's not going to shatter. It's a decent quality. The customer should still be happy with it. All you're paying for extra for BMW is a badge. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of
0: course. And the neighbours aren't going to know either. And the, exactly And that's what Most people are Buying them cars for Aren't they To impress the neighbours Um yeah. And it, it must be a buzz Them when you've Put all these Like uh, Body kits on Or you, you know you've, you've done them Up really nice And then they sell Within like Two weeks That must be a, a great feeling But that's
5: the type Of cars I like selling I like selling The ones that look Nice with a nice car. So I actually enjoy Getting a car That doesn't look That nice And then making it Look A million dollars
0: yeah, you're adding value, aren't you? Yeah, and I think that that's that's like a big. That's it's really hard in this 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 job. It's like when you see so much stuff go through online, and you're trying to make a margin, and some stuff goes so expensive that you think, oh god, there's there's no way of making a margin on that. So you have hit the nail on the head there, by. So what you've got to look for is to add value to these cars. If you want to buy right, buy at the right price. Look for cars that you can add value to. And I used to look for cars, let's like say that have problems and stuff like that. But for me, the ones that have problems, I always seem to get my leg in too much. And I think, right, I'm not buying any of these cars with problems anymore. I'm just going to stick to you know something that's a bit a bit safer. So I suppose if you're buying cars that are um, mechanically sound, and then you stick in a body kit on and that, it's a win-win situation for you.
5: Well, the, the way I've been looking at it is, for example, for a 5 Series BMW, say well, some cars those diamond cut wheels and you'll need to refurb them. Now, a diamond cut wheel refurb, including VAT, costs us just under £300. Now, to buy a brand new set of 20s for the car, for a 5 Series uh, can I? M um, four replicas or whatever, it costs us around five hundred pounds. The tires will cost us maybe two fifty, so it's seven fifty. But the way I see it is I take take three hundred pounds off that because I've just spent that diamond cutting the wheels anyway. And take off another two hundred pounds that I'll get for the old wheels second hand. How much does it actually cost me to add on the value and make my car so much different than everybody else's?
0: Yeah. And the brand new wheels. And
5: that is our selling point. Brand new wheels and tyres. Okay, they're budget tyres, which puts some people off, but that's somebody that. will buy it.
0: And I bet you have no problem selling the second hand diamond cut wheels, do you?
5: No, we sell them constantly and they're an easy sale. We just put them in Gumtree and they're usually gone
0: within a couple of days. It's just because it's free, isn't it? It's yeah. just free to put them on, so it is, but I'm sure it won't be forever. You know that marketplace, the amount of people go, is this car still available? You put, yeah, it's still and available. They never message you back. Yeah, and you don't, you don't yeah. get anything. I last
6: night, I was, I was lit. Not we last night, the day before, Fiat 500, in, in bed at like half 11 at night, is it still available? So yeah. like, I picked my phone up, I was like, yes, come on. Instead of <laughs> like, hi, John, yes, this car's still available. Um, you know, have you got any questions? And then I'm like waiting for him to read it. <laughs> like, I'm falling asleep again, like waiting for it, but I'm thinking I might get a sale, I might get a sale. And you know the tick doesn't change colour, so it's yeah. grey, so it's not red it.
3: Yeah. I'm like,
6: right, I'll look. look look back in half an hour, still grey. So I messaged him in the morning, just going, Oh, hi John, um, did you have any questions about the car?
3: Yeah. And
6: still, I'm gonna in fact I'm gonna go on it right now, and I bet he's still grey and unread. <laughs> Where is he? John Tasker. Yep, still grey, hasn't read it. I'm just sort of using dealer auction at the moment
0: and yeah. also buying them privately. had <laughs> some quite good yeah. success with that. I know. Where have you bought them privately
6: then? So all off Facebook. So some people just see. I guess some people, um, I mean, I don't know their stories, but I think we bought a Citroën DS3 um, and I think the lady had put a deposit down on a new car. She right. possibly be offered a price as part exchange and just tried to get more money than that yeah so i obviously go into you know you use the use the portal in auto trader to value the car or the, the VW part exchange thing that you mentioned and if you see, if i see ones that aren't a million miles away from that i just kind of you know i send them a nice message i don't just send the four thousand pounds i'm coming now <laughs> yeah. I, try to, I try because i know that's annoying so i try to be nice yeah um and yeah, we've had some good success. That so we got like a Citroen off there, we got a Fiat Five Hundred off there, yeah. uh, a Corsa that we've just sold. Um, which we made about eight hundred and fifty quid on. Didn't have to do, didn't have to do anything to it. They, and, honestly, they didn't, mate, didn't even have to wash off balaisy. It was already done.
0: And you know, when you get them, you think, God, why, why can't they all be like this? Like, this is what I need I know, to yeah. be doing. This and is the great thing is
6: you get to go and drive it before you bought it.
0: Exactly. Exactly, Um, and yeah, just the other day we picked up a a Focus,
3: and that was that was really cheap. Uh, I think she wanted four. She had it on for four
6: thousand three hundred pound. Yeah, and if you go on, you know, if you if you type that car in on Auto Trader, and it gives you the part X value, it was basically four thousand two hundred and eighteen pounds.
0: Yeah, yeah.
6: So I didn't. I didn't even. Offer a less. I just, yeah. I just gave her the money, um, and now and now we've got that advertised at six one nine five, which oh, is what the, the retail was. So I, I mean, we, we might not get six one nine five, but you know, it's it's still a really good profit. And again, that one it had just been MOTed and serviced two yeah. days before I bought it yeah. with two new tyres and new discs and pads on the front. Flair,
0: Flair. And, that and that was that was on Facebook.
6: That was off Facebook. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't far away. It was, it was only in Hull. We we're in York, so you know it was like yeah. sort of a 40, 45 minute drive to go and get it. So and that, I got to drive it around. It was all washed and balloted. Oh, beautiful! Ready.
0: And have, so, have you got you? You're like have you got um, some alerts saved on fit Fa- Can you do that on Facebook? Cause I haven't really done uh, I think you can,
6: but I haven't. No, I just generally go on Marketplace and sort by newly listed. I yeah. think I've got a bit of OCD because I seem to do it about. Five or six times a day, which is now starting to drive my wife insane. When we're watching telly, I'll be like yeah. flicking through Facebook, and then you see one, you're like, "Oh, I think that's a good deal." So you put, you, know, yeah. you put the details in, then yeah. you find out it's actually uh, you know a category whatever write off, and they haven't wrote it on the ad. Yeah, or, um, it, yeah. Something.
0: See, this this is why it's really good that you've got Auto Trader portal because you can just go straight into your your Auto Trader. Uh, I think it's Experian they use, and then you can check all the cars. You know what I mean? You can yeah. check. You'd be surprised
6: how many on Facebook are saying they
0: don't say it's a write off, or oh, it says is. this vehicle has conflicting data. Yeah. Um, or they
6: say they've owned it for six years and they clearly haven't. Like, what did I look at the other day? I looked at an insignia.
0: I'm desperate to get an insignia because <laughs> I'm doing? sure that could us. Mate, I would I not be go. desperate to get an insignia. Oh my god, <laughs> they're like right problematic, but well, aren't they not all cars. I thought they'd be good sellers. Yeah, they they are. Yeah, definitely, well, there was, really there was good sellers. Facebook
6: and the guy had reduced it by a grand, and it looked really nice. It was like a VX. It was a it was a diesel one, but it's like is it like the VXR line or something yeah. or VX line? Yeah. so it looked really sporty like it had a nice kit on it and wheels and stuff um, so it yeah. got really good, it had a really good rating on Auto, Auto Trader um, but then when I, uh, bearing in mind we're in November now I read his advert and it said like, oh yeah comes with uh, just been MOT'd so it uh, has a full year's MOT which expires in February so I'm thinking, oh, it's kind of
3: nice
6: since February. And, uh, yeah, if you look on, you go on, you go on the, the check on Auto AutoTrader, yeah. and all you could see was, because um, it tells you, I think, who's searched
0: for the car, doesn't it, or something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So all you could see, basically, from February was Great.
3: searches for it from Motor Trade yeah. or other. Yeah, so I'm thinking,
6: right? Well, it's clear, he's clearly had this advertised since February, so there's got to be something wrong with it because yeah. he's got it so
0: cheap. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we've, we've just avoided that one, but yeah, then other
5: ones pop up as category you know, D or whatever,
6: yeah.
0: whatever they are now. Yeah, yeah, just all you want to be doing is. Bringing up people and just getting a feel for them, don't you? It, it, you? You sort of know within the first two minutes, but you, you just weigh them up. And yeah. if they sound a bit dodgy, like most people do, sound dodgy, don't they? Uh, when you ring them, yes. Up. There's a lot. <laughs> a lot,
4: <laughs> a lot
0: <laughs> there's a lot in the like the, 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 the like the traders aren't there, but they're pre- pretending not to be, and they just yeah, that's trying, right. And the yeah. main thing I
6: look for is I look for. Ones that look like they're on somebody's drive. Yeah. Not that they've driven to, like, the countryside and photographed in front of a <laughs> stately home. <laughs> yeah. Um, or ones that are on, like, you know, I, I don't look for ones that are on, like, a load of stones uh, in front of a fence
0: or ones that are on a farm, because yeah. I think generally they're going to be closet traders. Um,
6: and my old, uh, I, I look for ones that don't have those paper mats.
0: Yeah, in, yeah, the the thing. And income. I also
6: look for ones that have loads of stuff in the car. So, like, I looked at one the other day and it had, like, hair bubbles around the gear knob.
0: Right, yeah, So, yeah. like,
6: clearly that's just a, a girl who keeps her hair bubbles on the gear knob. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, well, it's got phone chargers in it. and uh, Or if you can see the keys in the ignition,
0: and it's a big bunch of keys with house keys on it, rather yeah. than... The, the,
6: the car key a spare key and the yellow plastic yeah um, you know
0: Mate, this uh, is really good honestly this is so, so true they my it? little
6: things I look for I'm like right and I also click on their profile because it shows
0: you all their other listings ah right so if you click on you know Bob Smith who's selling this Corsa yeah
3: and he's got five other cars then I just go straight off it because I know yeah. he's a trader
6: yeah 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 definitely um, but if they have nothing, that's, that's it. Good, uh, you know, that it doesn't definitely mean they're not. They yeah. might just be selling one car at a time. But
3: yeah.
6: I think the keys is a great thing, or the stuff in the car, because definitely. someone that's a trader is going to take all that stuff out. Whereas someone that's just selling their car
3: 100%. might not. They
6: might leave a phone charger in it, or they've got when they've got when they show the photo of the keys in the ignition. Yeah. I'm always a sucker for buying older stuff. Um, so let's say,
7: for example, uh, a car that I bought the other month. I bought a, a 2005 plate, it's 15 years old. And it was a X5 4.8iS. Um, you know it's obviously a big lump. You know, to most people, they'd be like, "Bloody hell, five litre petrol X5! What
3: the hell?" It only had 77k on the clock. But I mean, if there's any BMW
7: nuts listening to this, they will know that the 4.8iS. Is essentially the X5M, and you know, years to come, that is going to be a really highly sought after car. And I mean, anybody who drives it will understand why it is such a sought after car because it is, yeah, it's just a really cool car essentially. And but yeah, we, we generally get sometimes we just get screwed in prep
3: basically, so
0: yeah. yeah. But but will, will a car like that go up in value then? I mean, do you do you get many cars like that where you look at it and you think, right, in five years' time, that, that's gonna. yeah i mean
7: totally i mean i i remember when i was selling these 4.8 is's i was selling them probably three or four years ago so this one had 77 on i think probably like three or four years ago i'd probably be selling it for about six and a half thousand and i mean this you know today we sold it for eight grand so that they're already on the way up you know i've I've seen there's a couple of guys on the auto trader that that i've got them up price at like 10 grand so i could you know i could easily you see this being a you know 13000 thousand pound car in the next five to ten years easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. What about like Porsches and stuff like that? Are They're they generally a good a good investment. And Porsches,
7: you know, I was mentioning this to you earlier. Just you know, there is. You know, it's kind of like people, or you get friends that ask you, you know, what what can I buy and I, I'm not going to lose any money on. And you know, you're kind of always like, well, you know, it's always a risk because you could buy something and the engine will blow up, so you know, yeah. you're going to lose money straight away. But <clears throat> you know, a great example of something that you can buy uh, was the 997 911 Turbo. So let's say, you know, five years ago, six years ago, you could get 2006 uh, 997 Turbo. Um, for 30, mid thirties. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think it was money started getting a bit cheaper. And so like two years ago, you know, even Porsche main dealers were selling these cars again on 05 plates, 06, 07s, They were selling them for like high forties. So essentially you could have bought a car like you know, six years ago, running for three years. It has gone up by 10 grand. So, you know, it covered yeah. your thousand pounds a year maintenance and your insurance. And you know, it has essentially made money on it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. And you're not going to do a lot of miles in them type of cars, anyway. It's not going to be a daily runner, is it?
7: No. Well, that's it. These are kind of second cars, but it's just actually having the ability to to, to have, have
0: a car it not cost you anything. Yeah. And
7: you know, you've, you've got this lovely little ornament or a little toy on your drivers, yeah. I and mean, you can't yeah. go and buy a PlayStation and do
0: that, can you? And, and you know, you know when like you're looking for these type of prestige classic cars i mean will you drop on them at the auction sometimes or do you just like constantly search for them all over online to be fair i
7: i'm a bit of a sucker for them at the auction yeah so one recently um the last car i kind of did well there's a couple that i bought but so like one of my last ones it was a Reg uh Golf GTI. It was only the eight valves, so if anyone's thinking, Ooh, "Oh, Golf GTI," it was a Mark three so they're not the most desirable yet. Um, but it only had fifty-six thousand miles on the clock, and I think the reserve on it was five hundred quid. And looking around the body, there was a few little specks of rust, and somebody had silicone the sunroof. Um, it was always going to be a massive, massive risk, and I thought, you know, I'm just a, I'm, I'm a gambling guy. Well, I don't, I don't do any betting or anything because I think I gamble too much when I buy cars, so that's where I kind of get my gambling right. release from. But yeah, I bought this. I gave 700 quid for it. I got it, got it delivered back. I think it, it I think actually all in, it, it stood me like 800 quid. Uh, I think it might be 600 quid plus hundred. 20 quid indemnity, and then 70 quid fee. But yeah, got it back, uh, I, I even, I went to one of my workshops by myself, because I was like, oh, crap, you know, this could be absolutely rotten underneath. I took it back, underneath, perfect, perfectly under-sealed, opened the glove box, bloody service book in there, opened the service book, <laughs> serviced every year,
0: up to 18 by a Volkswagen specialist, oh, every brilliant. year, and, yeah, and I was just like,
7: oh my God. and. I went around the bodywork. So, so far, sunroof, I bought a new seal for the sunroof. So that was 30 quid online. Um, one of the bottom of the wings was slightly rotten, so I bought a new wing for that. Uh, that was 30 quid. It was a non-genuine one just because you can't find the genuine ones. Yeah. Uh, and I think is going to cost me about 300 quid. And I think we've done a little bit of prep on it. I think they did an exhaust, the workshop did. I've probably spent about 150 quid in prep. But, but all in. I reckon it'll probably stand me at about 1500 quid. And I mean, looking at, there's there's nothing really to compare it to much out there. There's a couple with like 90,000 on, and people are asking about four and a half, five thousand pounds for those.
3: So, oh you know, if we just said for rough sake, it's worth about five and a half you know,
7: it's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a four, four grand margin, isn't it? And,
8: oh, but,
3: but,
7: but again, it's just a massive risk. It's, a, it's, it's just a risk. But, you know, because you get people that, are, you know, again, friends that say, oh, well, can't I go buy a, a Reg uh, Golf GTI? And I yeah. kind of say, look, it's always a gamble. And it just yeah. depends what, what, you know, what we've got. Obviously, we've got access to trade, labour, yeah. Uh, you know, we've got access to wealth of knowledge, and like yeah. the private man, you know, if, uh, if that was a private man and he got you know a big job that he had to do, you know, and he had to take to a Volkswagen specialist sixty-five quid an hour, you know, it, 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 could, it could absolutely kill somebody. But again, that, that's just kind of our economies of scale, if you'd like to describe yeah. it, uh, yeah. in the uh, in the car industry.
0: Best thing about being a car dealer:
7: being your own boss.
8: Quite mm-hmm. frankly. Um, it's just, I am dreadful at taking,
3: um, orders. I would be a horrible, horrible employee.
8: Now I was employed for many years, then I progressed into being self-employed. This is before I was a car trader. So I kind of had a little bit, I suppose, a taste of what it was like to sort of be your own boss. Yeah. I would be a horrific employee. I would just be falling out with my bosses left, right and centre. I was watching something on TV last night about the Savoy, which is obviously a hotel in London. It was uh, Christmas at the Savoy. And I think it might have been a repeat, but it's the first time I saw it. And there was a guy who was a butler, and his boss was literally talking to him like he was the biggest piece of shit on his shoe. Yeah. And I was like, how does
9: he not clump him? You know, how does he not just weigh
8: him in? And, and, and <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I just, I couldn't be someone's employee. If, if I, you know, if the business failed and it all just turned to ratchet, I'd have to find something else yeah. that I meant could be my own boss. So the best thing about being a car dealer is is ultimately being my own boss. And yeah, I love cars. Always had since I was a young lad, I had a, a Ferrari and a Lambo on my wall as a sort of a child. Yeah. Um, my first car was a, my, my, a borrow of my dad's Cavalier SRI. You know, there's a 17-year-old driving about in a two-litre petrol car, you know, and since then I've just had a succession of gradually faster cars, and it's never enough. You know, the faster you go, the, the more you want. So I love cars. You know, I like um, gadgets in cars. You know, I, I enjoy all that element, but when it boils down to the best part about it, being your own boss, and yeah. it's it's not letting anyone tell you what to do. And I'd recommend self-employment to absolutely anyone because once you once you've gone there. Yeah. You can't go back. It's just, you can't. You know. Imagine me walking into a main dealer now as a franchise. First day on the job, pair of shiny shoes and a and a tight fitting suit, and just having some <laughs> dealer principal telling me that I needed to sell another two units. Like, yeah, go on, fuck off out of it. You know, I'd, I'd just be a, I would be a
2: horrible, horrible
8: employee. So yeah, being the, being my own boss.
10: I um I quite enjoy the sort of um, business books, you know, self help books. That's a that type of thing. I, I, Steve Jobs' autobiography, I know it's huge, the later one by Walter Isaacson. It's massive. I've got a quote from it. Um, It's one of my favorite quotes. And I even, (laughs) the strangest time I've I've used the quote from a book in my life is um, a friend of ours from our village. He suddenly passed away last year to cancer and he's a South African guy and he was going to be cremated. And in his funeral, he was in a coffin made out of cardboard. And his wife had asked us to write a message on, on, the, on the coffin itself with big marker pens. I've never, I've not been to many funerals in my time. And I've certainly never seen a coffin that you can write on. But this was the first one. And it was, a, it was maybe two or 300 people. And I was one of the first. I was standing closest to it when they start giving out the marker pens. And I was one of the first to write on it. And I wasn't sure how big the, you know, the writing needs to be. And I wrote, The Journey is the Reward with a capital I S. So, it is is important. The journey is the reward. Oh, and okay. everyone else, when, when they were walking up to it, they, they looked at it and they kind of wrote around it in a way that nobody overwrote it. Everyone wanted to, to leave it visible. And it stayed quite prominent on that coffin. And it's, uh, one thing I took from it is that it, you don't necessarily need an exit strategy. When you are when we're doing our work, any work, you don't need to worry about will I be rich when I, will I have enough money to retire. You just enjoy what you do in the day to day and hopefully success comes with it. And if it doesn't, so be it. I guess just enjoy, enjoy the ride.
3: Yeah,
0: so true. And Steve Jobs said as well, didn't he? You overestimate what you can do in a year, but underestimate what you can do in 10 years. Definitely. I think that's a, a, a big thing with car dealers. I think, oh, I'm going to make a fortune doing this, but it takes a long time.
10: That book, if I may, just came to me as
0: we're talking about
10: the book that all the quotes seem to be from it. Um, one other quote from it that I've sort of embraced in our marketing, in our advertising on Auto Trader, especially, our customers don't know what they want until we show it to them yeah and right. a lot of my buyers are basically saying i wasn't necessarily looking at a black mini cooper s but i saw yours and i kept coming back to it and yeah i, yeah. I emailed you and then you rang me and one thing led to another and before you know it you know the money is in my account so yeah. it, it's another thing that i've taken away from it that you don't necessarily need to give an answer to somebody that asked you a question you just give an answer and hope that they like it it's who you buy from, who you buy from, what yeah. was the, what was the, what were they like? What was the name of the company? Are they yeah. big? Are they small? Oh no, it was just a yeah. one guy, but he was a nice guy. The coffee was so good. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah, people sell to people, don't they? I, with the internet, you'd I always think well, this will change at some point, wouldn't it? At some point when operations like Kazoo start becoming the norm, it'll be people buying from corporations because you don't, when I, uh, my phone is one of the, my prized possessions. I, and I always just basically, I press a button online and it comes in a box
3: yeah. and with yeah.
10: Tesla cars, for example, it's the same, you, you press a couple of buttons on their website, you leave a deposit, I think it's a thousand pounds or even less on some of the later cheaper models. And then you just go and deliver the car and you don't interact with a person other than somebody that shows you the features and he's not a salesperson. he's just a handover specialist. But certainly, some of my customers are definitely the sort of people that buy from people, and i I forever try to find a way to target those specific customers but yeah of course it 's not uh, market is open to everyone isn 't it, and you don 't want to be restrictive in any way. You want to have a marketing policy that allows as many people in you don 't have to sort of have a bottleneck
0: so Nick, if you could give. Anybody, any advice who's who's just starting out in the trade? What would it be? Um
10: they're basically looking at a lifetime of great fun, but it won't be very easy to get there. It's an easy business to get into for sure. You just buy yeah. a car and you advertise it and you're in business. But it's not a very easy business to stay into and to, to stay profitable. So I would I think what I would say is do what I did back in the day and what everyone does that I know of. Just pick a couple of dealers that you quite like their setup and their online presentation and everything else, and see what they do, and then try and replicate what you consider to be their best, their very best practices. And It's yeah. very difficult to try and copy a business from the outside because you can see somebody on Facebook, for example, on Instagram, yeah. hugging customers and giving them four car keys every weekend. But you need to know what they paid for the car, what they sold it for, what they spent on it in between to yeah. understand whether they're being profitable or not. But in general, if there is a business out there or a company um, or a dealer or a dealership that does something that you like, emulate them to start and then take it from there. I can't think of anything more important. Obviously, there are a hundred and actually a thousand little important things, but you, you'll get there as you go along.
0: So, because you do quite a lot of videos of yourself and that have, I think, a lot of traders, well, normal people,
3: uh, in
0: any walk of life or find it difficult doing videos of himself? How, how did you overcome that? Oh,
11: wow. I mean, to be honest with you, Dave, this, I think this, we all have the same same fears. None of us like our own voice, do we? You know, when you hear oh, yourself God, about you think, it. is that me? Is that really me? <laughs> and we all cringe, you know, is that my accent? You know, yes. and, and all these things, our own personal things, if you've, you know, I had a major, major hang up doing videos originally. I mean, I've, I've been doing it probably six, seven years now. I'm not, I can't remember what the first one that I did as such. You know what I mean? But I kept thinking I needed to start doing videos to sell cars. Yeah. Because obviously I was doing all the pictures and whatever. So I thought well, video is the next thing. And I, I agonized for a long, long time. So, you know, I thought, right, do a video. I don't believe in silent movies, as I call it. So just walk around, no voiceover. I don't believe in those, those you know. who do, that's fine. You know, that, that's their choice. But I, I think when you're walking around, you need to sell the benefits of the car. It's got sat-nav, it's got leather, it's got whatever, whatever, you know what I mean? So I yeah. think that that that's very, very important. And also with music, we have to be careful if you put just music on because we all have so varied tastes. Definitely. Uh, you know, I remember watching quite a while ago a, a, a Range Rover and it got some sort of very heavy rap music on the back of it. This is a 90 grand car and I'm thinking... It'll appeal to some, but not to everybody. So you've got to be so careful. I mean, I I switched off because it wasn't my choice at the time. So I thought about the videos quite a few times, and I kept thinking I need to do videos. So I even looked at uh, text-to-voice uh system, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I downloaded yeah. download a program, type in there Volkswagen Golf go, GTI, VR six, whatever it was. And it just sounded so robotic. It doesn't matter how good the software was, I tried various different ones, you know, downloading from different websites just to try it. I kept thinking it just comes over so bloody false. You know what I mean? Just yeah. didn't yeah. didn't flow, you yeah. know.
3: Well.
11: So then I spoke to a couple of guys who did voiceovers and I just said, would you be interested? And they said, oh yeah, no problem at all. You know, you you do the sort of walk around the car type of thing. You send us a script of what you want doing where, and I'll do the voiceover. I've got to cost you 50 quid a time, whatever. And you think, "Mm, okay, 50 (laughs) quid a time, (laughs) you know, send the files over. It starts starts adding up, you know, as much as you want to make it work. Yeah. he sells the car, then he's fine, you know what I mean? But you think all these things start adding up, don't they?
3: You know? Yeah, definitely. And
11: then just literally one morning I went out there and I thought they hear my voice on the phone, right?
3: Yeah.
11: They hear my voice in the showroom. Exactly. They know what I sound like. So what is wrong with my voice? <laughs> and and honestly, I just literally it's went so out true. there. Yeah. And, and I can't say my first one was perfect, you know. You will start walking around and you think, Shit, I just said that you know, wrong or I got this wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and I wish I'd kept all the outtakes because some of them are hilarious. You know, I mean, I remember uh, one that really does spring to mind. I'd done a great job of it all the way around, got all the spec right, o- opens the door, I'm, I'm in the car and I said, open the glove box. But I say, I look at the boot size and it's the glove box. Yeah. And I'm thinking, no. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you start, start all over again. But the beauty yeah. of the job is it
0: doesn't cost you anything. It's free. You, know, you Yeah, just exactly. Delete, move on, do it uh, again. And, and people and could practice. They can see yeah. human, like when you make mistakes, like nobody's perfect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oscar, Wilde, yeah, Oscar Wilde said it, didn't he? went, be yourself, everyone else is taken. And that's so Absolutely. True. Perfect, perfect. So, so
11: yeah, the people who get this hang up, and I really would encourage people not doing it to do it. And I've been shouting this for yeah. all over the place. If people have people follow me on social media, I said, videos, sell cars. And genuinely, I have sold a lot more cars doing the videos and I will take him to every nth detail of the car to say the wheels have been done, this has been done, that's yeah. been done, whatever it may be. It's twofold, actually, Dave, and I think a lot of people miss the second part of a video is, number one, yes, he's showing the car off, yeah. but you know what? When you're walking around that car and you're saying to the customer, Mr. Customer, look, I've had the wheels done. Yeah. Look, it's got these tires on. Look at the brakes there. Yeah, it's got the service history, it's got two keys, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's got everything there. They are less inclined to start chipping away at the price yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's I generally yeah. believe I've, yeah. I've got higher prices for cars because they can see the whole thing. And people have bought cars off my website, click and reserve. I've got click and reserve on there. They've gone click and reserve the car directly off there. I've had phone calls where they've said, I watched your video. I know what the car's like. Yeah. And no word of a lie, they've actually turned up on the forecast. Like I'll show you around physically when they've actually arrived. No, it's okay, mate. I've seen the video. Or no, sir, I've seen the video. I don't need to see the car. Yeah. So it just shows the power of the video, and I think this is what a lot of us sometimes forget. You know, know um, you've, you've got to stand. Out and the reason why you well. y- y- you've got to stand out from the rest, and yeah. if you're saying to the customer, look, there's the video of the car, and I'm not saying all my cars are perfect, but some of the older ones that I've had, which are part of exchange to clear, I've done a video to say, look, there's a dent, there's a scratch, there's a yeah. scruff wheel, but that is the genuine, true condition yeah. of that vehicle. And that's why it's it's X amount or whatever it may be, because then they can but see what they're going to get I, without I even travelling.
0: The, the part exchanges are that, for, for me, they're the most important ones to do videos, because if you totally truthful about part exchange and it's it's, you've priced it cheap it then stops all the the phone calls you know and you get a genuine buyer yeah Yeah. no because when i put a part exchange up for like nine nine five and I've just put pictures and people ring up and say, oh, what's it like? Can you tell us more about it? That's when you've got to do a video because you've got to say, look, yes. it's a grand. It's got 10 months MOT on it. It's got a few battle scars, but what do you expect yes. for a thousand pounds? And that's yeah. where they really worked well for me, them videos. And where, where how, did, how did you start then? What, what was the first car that you bought?
9: Um, <laughs> you always remember the first ones, don't you though? yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah the first one for me was it, it was crazy it, it, when when it happened I just knew that that was it I, I knew this yeah. all that thinking I'd done about um, how I was going to get out of this kind of bubble that I was in it was all put to rest really what happened was I was obviously working at the fall at the time and I was I, I'd just been paid so I had my my wages in my bank account but I obviously had my rent and things to pay for um but not for a couple of weeks so I knew if I was going to have a go at buying a car I had a couple of weeks to turn it around before my bills were coming out I know that sounds crazy <laughs> because that, because that's so dangerous and such dangerous thing to do. But you've got to remember I was desperate so I was thinking oh, I've got to do something and taking risks at that point was my only option yeah. And um, I started sort of trawling through the classifieds, like you do on the internet. And uh, I'll never forget it. I can't remember where it was. I can't remember whether it was Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace or whatever. But I saw it was one of the first cars I looked at on the classifieds. It was a Fiat Grande Punto, yeah. a 2009. It had done fifty odd k. Couple of owners. Uh, it was the one for petrol, manual, and it had aircon, all that sort of stuff. Yes, I just my remember, like, one I remember that. The I quite like them. i have sort of them. <laughs> yeah, you know the one I'm talking about. It was yeah. either black or grey. I can't remember. It was black. The advert price was a thousand pounds. I didn't know that was whether. Was cheap, wasn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't know at the time whether that was cheap or because you know you've got to remember. I, I had no idea. I, I oh, even working at Ford's, when we did our appraisals on the pie exchanges. Us as salesmen, we weren't allowed access to cap valuations or glasses guide or anything like that. That was all the job of the manager. All we had to do was appraise the car as best as we could on a clipboard with the sort of, the, the forms that they gave us. And then go in to see the manager and he'd write the price down on the form. And that's what our allowance would be on that part X. So I didn't know. And I had no access to gaining the price. All I could do was go over to... I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you go onto Auto Trader as a private seller, you can type the reg the mileage and it will tell you almost immediately what the retail, well, what the private selling price of that car is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're without
0: myself, car. yeah. All the yeah, time, was, <laughs> so
9: you know it, yeah. yeah, it gives you an idea, doesn't it? So yeah, I did definitely. that. It said that the the private selling price was two and a half thousand. So I thought, well, even if I sell this car for fifteen hundred quid, buy it for a grand, yeah. you know. 500 pounds to someone who isn't earning a lot of money as it is yeah um you know you know what it's like that's that's big money yeah so I was thinking you know even if I sell that for 15 I'm going to be on the right side of things and I can sort of prove to myself and everybody else that I'm onto something that might potentially work so I was at work at the time and it was my lunch break coming up so I phoned the lady I said to her you know, I'm phoning about this punzo. And she said, um, yeah, no problem. She's only round the corner. So I drove around there in my company car, I went to have a look at it, and I had no idea. I'd done no checks on the, the mileage, you know, you can go on the MOT history <laughs> and stuff, I can't you have a look at it. I'd done nothing. So this thing, looking back, it was so dangerous, and I wouldn't recommend this to anybody yeah. today, but you know, redo this it. Like, you've got no idea. Yeah, I saw it, drove it, it was all good, I chipped her down to nine hundred cool. and um I took it with me. I left my company car <laughs> around there. <laughs> I um, I drove so, it back to work. It, it
0: but, wasn't a cat D
9: or cat C at that. Point. No, to be on no, to be honest, I, I missed that bit out. The, that was the only thing. I it could does
0: check. sound cheap. It sounds like a does, Yeah,
9: no, yeah. But I, I find out I'll tell you a bit about that in a minute. But the one thing I could check was the HBI report because we had our the HBI reports on our computers at work. That that fool they didn't care whether we were running, they, they, they didn't care how many HPI checks we did on yeah. they obviously had an account with just like an unlimited amount of checks, I don't know how it worked but they didn't care, so I would run a few of these through there just to do my checks beforehand but as I say, this was the first one I'd even looked at, so you know, it, I thought it was dead easy, went around there, chipped it to 900, took it with me, took it back to work, parked it around the corner because I didn't obviously want to drive it into their <laughs> car, but I did wonder what was going on <laughs> parked it around the corner, when I got out of the car I had my, got my phone out and I did like a quick walk around video of it. I just literally didn't, just didn't, you know, I didn't even turn the phone onto the side and do a problem. It was literally just 30 seconds, quick walk yeah. around. And then I went inside, sat at my desk, carried on with what I was doing. And um, I thought, while I'm sitting here and I'm sort of waiting for someone to come in or whatever, I started knocking up an advert on Gumtree for it. So I thought, I'll type a bit of text. <laughs> I'll do whatever I've got to do to get an advert. And I thought, I haven't got any pictures. I looked at this video that I had on my phone. And, you know, like, you can pause it on the video and then take a screenshot,
0: yeah. <laughs> like a snapshot, <laughs> a screenshot. <laughs> a
9: snapshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on your iPhone, if you push the buttons at the side, it does like right. it does like a screenshot. I did that. I got around to the front of the car on the video, screenshot it. So I had a picture at the front, and I put that onto the advert, and it was just <laughs> it's the worst ever. I can't believe it. Even thinking about it now, it was <laughs> shocking. It was one picture, no interior pictures, no nothing, just a bit of description. And I thought, all I want to really get from this is just an idea of how this advertising works. Am I going to be able to see yeah. how many ad views I've got? Yeah. Am I going to get any phone calls? How is it going to work? So I thought, I'll put it up at two and a half grand to start with, because that's what Trader is saying should do. I'll just do that and just see how it all plays out. Anyway, work finished. And I got walked around the corner, got into my car, drove around to my mum and dad's house, because I'd already told my dad what I was going to do. I said to him, I'm going to try and make some money for him. And I put up outside and the, I, I rang the doorbell and dad comes out. I said, "Oh look, I've, you know," I said, "I was going to buy some a car," and he said, "Yeah." I said, I've, "I bought that Fiat Punto over there." A Fiat Punto? What are you doing buying a Fiat Punto? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Oh yeah, but, you know." He said, um, "If you're going to buy a car to sell, you buy something people actually want to buy, like yeah. a Ford Fiesta."
3: Yeah, yeah. And,
9: yeah. And yeah. uh, I was like, "No, no, no." I mean, you know, I can't come about. You know, they, they don't come about that easily. This <laughs> this was my only option. And he was like, "Oh, you're never going to sell that." Well, no, I mean, no one buys a Fiat. <laughs> And I started to think, oh, no, he's right.
0: You know, who buys a just, Honestly, friends, family, just anything, just it, the best thing is just to keep it to yourself. That's what I've yeah. yeah, well, learned. Because, you know, your friends and family, like when I first started, you know, I was buying like Hyundai Getters. And my mates, they were like ripping the piss out of me. If I yeah, wasn't hunger-minded, I would have just give up. But I thought... You know, there's money in this. If there's money, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's a, yeah. a bloody three wheeler car, does it? As long no, as money. No, that's it. it. And that was my
9: point exactly is that, you know, you, I'm not buying it for myself. I'm buying this to try and make money on. And um, literally, while I was there, I was just about to drive off. My phone rings and it's someone that's seen the advert on Gumtree. Oh, brilliant. And, and this guy says to me, uh, Yeah, I'm phoning about the, the pudding And I was like, Yeah, yeah. And he said, Have you still got it? I said, Yeah, I've only, you know, advertised it today. Um, he said, "Well, I'm 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 might near where you know the location says on the app. Can I come over in about half an hour to have a look at it?" So I was thinking, "Well, this isn't bad, you know. This is how it normally works, you know. You advertise <laughs> a car, two hours later someone's ringing it. And I said, "Yeah, fine." So I took it home. You got to remember, I hadn't cleaned it, I hadn't backed yeah. it out, I haven't done anything. I'm not MOT'd it. I it had about ten months on MOT on it, if I remember rightly. And um, the guy turns up. He only he walked around from the corner because he literally lived it few roads away from where i was living at the time yeah no test drive no nothing and he bought it and he bought it full up two and a half hours oh, and took man. it with him
3: what,
0: what was that feeling like that first car
9: it, crazy I, I couldn't believe it I, I honestly didn't think that it was even real i, I thought this was going to be a wind-up or something i just couldn't <laughs> believe because I'd, I'd, at this point by the time i'd paid for a couple of days temporary insurance on it yeah I was, you know, I was just under 1600 in profit on that one car. Oh,
0: that's amazing.
9: For your first I car, I was happy. that is
0: unbelievable. Yeah, I mean,
9: I, I was happy with 500. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, with the 16, that was it. And now I, I had a spring in my step after that. I thought, well, if this is how it works, I've been missing a trick for all these years. Yeah. And um, that, was my, that was my first experience. I do often say to people, I often say, make it happen. You know, when when people come i've got family members and sort of younger friends and things like that who often say oh john you know i I can't do this or i I, want to try and get promotion or i'm trying to you know i always say just make it happen you know if it's something you really really want and there's an opportunity you will make that happen and that's like a quote that i always live by particularly since i've been self-employed you know when I look back at some of the things I've overcome and we've only touched on them on on this podcast, but some of the things I've overcome, I've just had no choice but to make it happen. And those things have ended up happening. And even though it was against all odds, um, it has happened. And you know, that's my advice to people listening to this. If you're sort of in two minds, even if it's about the motor trade or anything, if you just adapt that as you, you just, if you want something enough and you really, really make it happen, it, it, the chances are it will. And um, I, I live by that, and I you know that would be my advice to anybody you know, going forward. You have to manage the funds and the bank balance.
12: But I think that could probably comes with experience, Or, but you've got to do it.
0: I, th- I think it's mindset. Mindset's your, 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 your biggest thing and um... but you've
12: also got to know how to manage money haven't
0: you I mean oh, when God, I was yeah. really yeah.
12: young Yeah. yeah. see yeah. when I was I'm not ashamed to say this in fact I'm I'm very 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 grateful and very thankful that it happened so when I was about 2021 20, I bought my first house at 19 at 2021 20, I racked up I said loads of debt compared to some people it wasn't loads of debt but then I'd racked up the debt. I couldn't afford to pay it off. And it was just a really shit year. Just getting everything organized, dealing with yeah. it all and all the rest of it. And and the reason I'm so happy that that happened is it's made me so careful with money now. Yeah. Because it was a horrible time, but I think if I'd never experienced that, and never felt what it was like not to have any money or, yeah, or not, not, not be able to manage it and not be able to deal with it, yeah I wouldn't be as cautious as what I am now it's sometimes it's the best thing that can happen yeah you when you've well, got let's be honest, money. we all have months where you think you probably earned more money than you know what to do with, especially in the early days. I mean in the early days sometimes i mean when I very first start, you get someone bring some cash around or you'd see a lot of money or something, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, look at all that money <laughs> um. It never happens now, but back then, if I didn't have the mindset that I have, yeah. i could I could see how somebody'd find it quite easy not to bank it, not to do whatever yeah. with it, yeah
3: definitely. not
12: to reinvest it, not to go and replenish it, replenish stock with it, and to go and drink it all away or whatever else they do with it, yeah, yeah, definitely, um, and and that would be so easy to do. when you see chunks of money that. You've very rarely seen before. Um, it'd be so easy to go and go and blow it. But then you know, once you get used to seeing money, because I was the same. Oh, so now, now somebody I can chuck ten grand on the desk now, and all you think is, yeah, for fuck's sake! First, I've got to count it, and I've got to put count it <laughs> two or three yeah. times because I'll get halfway through it and lose count. Or oh, no. you get you start counting it, yeah. and then they ask a customer, will say, "Have you got the key? Or did I put it in my pocket? Shut the fuck <laughs> up! I'm trying to count this money." And the second thing is, yeah. you've then got to go to the bank with it. But they now, charge bank, you put in the bank? Yeah, they charge you to put it in your bank. Plus, I don't have a local branch. See so, yeah, you've got to go and pay to park, walk yeah. to the bank. These days, is, is bank transfer only. Never had um, a stereotypical card machine. And I've always just pushed for bank transfers.
3: Yeah, um,
12: As Something that John said the other day, I say a lot, is make it happen yeah I love that and if one. if you've not if you've not got the mindset and the drive to make something happen you you either should or you're probably not going to go very far yeah you're in the wrong job and right? so, yeah. something else I find myself saying a lot is and it's usually to the m o t station or somebody that's repairing a car for me or something like that is Give me solutions, not problems. <laughs> I, every yeah. time I say it, I feel sorry for them because they probably get a minute into a load of spielers to watch yeah. with it and how it can't be fixed. And I just cut them short and said, just, 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 no, ring me back when you've got a solution. I don't, <laughs> it's no good reeling off a load of problems to me. Yeah. Reel off how it's going to be fixed or how yeah. it's going to work. Yeah. I don't want to hear about what the problem is. Yeah. I want to hear about how we're going to fix a problem.
3: Exactly,
0: exactly. It's, it's so
12: true. You've it. It. just got to deal with
3: it. I have
12: it? no time or patience for yeah. people that sit moaning. Same because here. in the time that you've sat moaning, you could have probably all yeah. dealt with your problem.
3: Yeah,
0: without a doubt. 100%. Because so, uh, you, you're so, going to come across mechanics that are like, they just want to tell you everything about the car and what's wrong with it. I've and you just, you, don't, you just the, don't want to
12: hear it. I'm, I'm very good friends with the got a manager at a tyre shop in Chesterfield and the, every single time so he does tyres for me but then if there's a car there having tyres that I know is going to need other work like I don't know brakes or a shock absorber or just the simple basic stuff that the tyre shops do every single time picks a phone up it's oh god you're never going to believe it and I'm like, yeah. okay, <laughs> with all due respect I don't yeah. want to hear it
3: yeah yeah
12: Tell me what's been done, and if it's not been done, what do we yeah. need to do? It That's find it. solutions, not problems. Happy yeah. wife, happy life, and and then you should be all right. Yeah, you should make you it should. happen, make it happen, make it happen. Yeah, I, I oh, think yeah. if you live on those three sayings, then yeah, you're going to be, be all right. right. Definitely, you'd so, be a lot better than the person in the same position as you, yeah, with the negative thoughts and the can't do it, can't be yeah. done.
0: Yeah, and then, yeah. then people don't change as well. There they will always be nope. like that. And you've just got to... What's that saying? What is that saying? Um, misery, misery loves company. If anyone does, starts yeah, talking yeah. about, you know, what, what you're going on about here, I just try and get away from it as quick as possible. You need to be positive, mm-hmm. especially in this job.
13: So I'm walking through out, and This couple who oh, I'd nodded to the week before, came up to me. Hello, are you all right? I said, I'm very well, how are you? We'd like to buy a car. I said, well, you're definitely in the right place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says, only I've just seen there's there's gonna be about 900 pound on fees. And I says, well, yeah, yes, there is. Yeah. The, the bribe, like... So I said, well, yeah. She says, could you buy one for me? And I said, well, I can. I said, well, what are you looking at? Cash guy. I thought, shut <laughs> uh, I said, oh, my. I said, well, which one do you want? And it was out of motability.
3: Yeah.
13: So that so, one. And I thought, oh, God, it's even a it, technique. It's just <laughs> the basic Billy Burkitt's cash guy. This thing's like nine grand. Yeah. And I thought, well, it can't possibly make that, can it? Yeah. She says, only this thing moves too quick for us, you know. She says, and we don't understand how it works. So I said, well, how are you paying for it? She says, we've got cash.
3: <laughs> and the, in the back,
13: she's got wrappers <laughs> full of 20 pound notes. Well, I thought, I'm having some of them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
13: I said, well, I'll tell you what. I said, I can't afford it. I said, so what you'd have to do? I says, he's paying your prompt. I said, mm-hmm. well, I'll buy it for you. I said then we'll settle up in Car Park, how about that? And she went, that's perfect. You're with me. So I've now got this old couple sat at the side of me. I'm stood in the auction hall and they are sat next to me. They don't know what's on the screens, and I could think to myself, I've got to get a thousand quid out of this. Otherwise, it's not worth doing. Right. So my, my son's like, oh my god. <laughs> What are you going to do? I said, I'm going to earn you the fastest thousand pound you've ever seen. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, we pay obviously less fees. We're on platinum,
0: right?
13: So we're going to pay less fees than they are by a long shot. How
0: much is platinum?
13: Well, we were going to pay around, in them days, this is going back about five years, I think it was about £210. Yeah. That's what it yeah. did. And they were going to pay like 700 and something plus that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, to get ripped off, left uh, off, you know, £25 of V5, you know, and £4 well, of key yeah. and £3 yeah. of catalogue. You know. <laughs> so he sat next to me he said, This is that car coming in. So I said, Right, okay. So, of course, I plucked the, what's the name? Well, this car it went dead as a dodo. Nobody wanted it. So I'm thinking to myself, God, "Don't see that." He said, "Booked at nine, He's yeah. only eight thousand—not thing—and yeah. he's going. Anybody bid? Anybody bid? Well, he bounced two bids off a wall to get to eighty-two.
3: Yeah.
13: And I yeah. thought that is—he's hit the—that's it. That's where he is, eighty-two. Yeah. 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 So I'm sort of going, "Yep." Yeah. Got my finger up. Like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have that. Yeah. And then next thing, it's not. <laughs> he, tr- he trotted me a couple hundred quid. I know he did, but I yeah. thought, that don't matter." Yeah. And we finished up at eighty-five. So 85, that's going to stand me to around 87 and a bit out the door. So I says to this, this woman, she says, how much does it come for? I says, well, you know when you said, I said, you're going to have to pay a bit more. I said, we had to pay a bit more. I said, so it's going to stand you at £10,000. right?" So she says, well, that's all right, isn't it? She says, is that plus the fees? No, I says, that's including the fees. Because that's the money she'd given me in this bag. £10,000. I said, so what we'll do? I said, We'll go and get the, the, the thing. I'll pay for it. So yeah. I paid for it on our card, and now i got £10,000 in cash.
3: Yeah.
13: Paid me 82. Out mm-hmm. we went. So I paid me 85 plus my fees, 87. Took 10 off her. And yeah. um, come back. I says to John, I says, how about that then? He yeah. <laughs> went, anyway,
0: I don't
14: know how you dare.
0: What was your, your peak, would you say, then, like was the most cars you had, your best years?
14: Oh, the 90s, when we sold police cars. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely the 90s. We just got into selling police cars by, just by chance, really, Uh, yeah. Sort of stock, bought one or two, you know, put some paint on them, and they are on the pitch, and sold them, and uh, without sort of advertising them as police cars, Uh, people just bought them, and... uh, Bought a few, boats, sold them, and then uh, these were just local from the local auction. Right. And then right. bought a few extra, went to Leeds, bought a few, and it was getting better. Then the Punta started bringing their friends in saying, can you get them an Astra or whatever, a, you know, a Grenada or from the police? So I hey, think there's something in this. So we moved to a trading estate, took a unit, and I called it the ex police department. I mean, how corny is that? The ex police <laughs> department. Hey, it worked. It really did. It worked.
0: And in the ni- and it was and we sold six thousand police cars. Six thousand. Uh, up didn't to about
14: ninety-eight. Are. Between ninety-four and ninety-eight. Yes, six thousand. Right. We used to get them from everywhere. And, and,
3: uh, well, and, and
0: actually, did everybody well, know? know did everybody know that there were police cars there? You
14: know, oh, it was better than that. We used to advertise them and say which force they were from. Right, right, right. Right. So, oh, in the order trader, the order trader magazine. So, the point is, at um, the finish, we had to have an order book. It just used to, it just gathered momentum. Oh, brilliant.
0: Can you imagine brilliant. that? Oh, we honestly brilliant. had an order book for cars. Yeah. Five salesmen
3: uh, and uh, two pages in the order trader. I mean, the order trader
14: then. It was for two pages. It was, I think it was £1,600 plus BAT uh, for two pages. And it used to come out on a Thursday, the magazine. And by Thursday night, yeah, the advert was paid for, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it was good value, the Auto Trader then. Yeah. It was always expensive, but now it's just not good value, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I suppose when, when you put them adverts out, you knew by the end of the weekend would 70% of the stock have have gone?
14: Oh, there was one week we sold out. We sold all the cars. We had cars in a paint shop. We used to keep lots of painters going. We were easy cars to paint The police cars. And uh, one weekend we had no cars for sale. (laughs) They were all sold. (laughs) Uh,
3: I think we'd sold uh, 37.
14: Yeah, that particular week. Oh, God, that was that was the record.
0: And, um, so, 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 do you think people, why, why do you think people loved the uh, police car so much? Because they knew that they'd been serviced, and... Uh, oh
14: yeah, oh well, uh, they, they were, uh, but they were so good, you see, because you had, they were so cheap as well.
0: Right.
3: So
14: you could buy a three-year-old, four-year-old police car for, how do I call it? Half the price of a current fleet car, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
14: And uh, and then the point is, that's it, we did HP as well. So the dealer had no deposit. So you get for 25 quid a week, you could get yourself a three or four-year-old car. Right. No right. deposit.
0: Great. Right.
14: And, the, and then, it, you know, they, they get one, and then, you know, we used to put main dealer number plates on. So... You know, if it was a Ford, we'd have the main Ford dealer's uh, yeah. number because
3: uh, you know the punters tell their uh, the neighbours the most yeah. from the main Ford dealer, don't Yeah, they? yeah. See you know?
14: what you mean. So, um, I just gathered momentum, yeah. and then after about uh, say four, five years, the police worked out that uh, not to service their cars, run them in the ground, not service them, and right. uh to flog them off because right. used to be there was nothing to do with them. Yeah, know would. Yeah, just a bit of paint and
0: the way where you go, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the same when I was buying vans, and uh, I'd always try and get the BT fleet vans because oh, you yes, just yes. you just know that they've been serviced, even if it's got like hundred thousand miles on. You get that print out of all the service history, and you just you're just confident in in the cars, well, the vans that I was buying. You know, so I suppose I suppose it's the same sort of uh, thing, isn't it? Really. And and they but were most of them silly question I like, were most of them white, the
3: cars. Oh yeah, white. Yeah, yeah. So,
14: you, you know you just paint them white. That's it. Didn't know a particular white to paint. I just used to have to put the same paint on. Yeah, yeah. I had about nine paint shops on the go, and they used to bring a car back painted, and we would give them another one, and yeah. they their check for the paint job, and we used to keep it going, and it just used to, well, So, so um, you
0: you'd paint them different colours then.
14: No, no, same colour, white.
0: Because, right, right. like, ba- back in I'm the 90s, the, the, like... The white
14: sorry?
0: I was going to say, back in the 90s, like, what if you had a white car, it, it it wasn't... It was a bit like a poverty car, wasn't it? If you had the white car. No, not
14: really, because but it was all about the, the registration number, you see. Yeah. The late number on the car. Yeah. So yeah. somebody might have a banger, and the next thing, they've
3: jumped up
14: to a three-year-old car. <laughs> yeah. So don't tell the neighbours it's a police car, you see. Yeah,
0: yeah and were they, all, were they all quite high mileage as well like or were they
14: yeah you know 70 it depends what yeah. the, from all over the country some forces sold their cars off for lower mileages
3: yeah some forces cars you didn't even need to paint them you could just polish them yeah
14: uh yeah. yeah you know from places like uh you know the north of scotland uh where scottish dip- is you know used to get these from up there some lovely cars from up there yeah uh, you used to get them all over the country um, there was only two forces you stayed away from and that was Glasgow sent you know yeah. Strathclyde South Wales was another one even um, used to get them from you know Liverpool yeah. they were a bit yeah but you get them from everywhere I mean uh, transporter loads but it used to be people
0: just think they were mad they didn't know how many were sold just, they were just yeah, trying yeah yeah and and know, did did, it, did any of the traders uh cotton on to what you were doing and, and start because no, they didn't cutting, understand
14: yeah. they thought that was mad yeah. you know selling yes. all these advertising all these police cars Um, some of them would buy them and then put vinyl roofs on them and uh, yeah.
3: stripes and uh alloy wheels and things and advertise them as ex uh Global authority. Yeah.
14: Well, that didn't work. But I don't like that. But we used no. to say it was from, you know, ex Lancashire, uh, ex, you know, uh, police uh, yeah. all, from all over the place. We got them from, you know, from Cornwall, Devon, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it was just uh, we're, we're all over the country trying to buy them because you couldn't find out about them. That was the problem. Yeah. Uh, Till the last minute, so you'd get you'd find out uh, five o'clock in the afternoon That uh, there was 30 cars going through some auction, and it's the other end of the country, and they're (laughs) going through 10 o'clock in the morning, and you had to get there. So you were driving um, through the night, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you could then, because the traffic was alright, you know? Yeah.
0: So that's it, thanks for listening, I have a top 2021 and if anyone wants to get in touch with us, we've got a Facebook page called Car Dealer Pro Podcast and if anyone could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be amazing.